This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Trade talks between the U.S. and China are rolling along. A Chinese delegation is in Washington this week for negotiations. President Donald Trump told reporters at the White House today that the negotiators are sticking around through the weekend to continue the dialogue and will head home on Sunday or Monday. A March 1st deadline hangs over the talks, but Trump has signaled a willingness to extend that deadline. According to a White House pool report, Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin expect the president to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping sometime in March. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more on the talks, including how agriculture interests are faring in the dialogue. We could see cell-cultured meat on the market soon. The subject was discussed today at the Agricultural Outlook Forum in Arlington, Virginia. Food Safety and Inspection Service Administrator Carmen Rottenberg said USDA and FDA are approaching a finalized regulatory framework for the technology. The agencies are working together on a framework and, and we expect to have something very soon um, out on a, on a general framework for how this would operate. But there's obviously two regulatory authorities uh, that are involved here. And as I mentioned earlier, that's really true for many, many products that are currently produced. The two departments held a joint meeting on cell culture technology in October. USDA and FDA later issued framework outlining a joint regulatory approach the agencies could take, but that framework still needs to be finalized. Once that happens, cell-cultured meat products can hit the market. Memphis Meat CEO Uma Valetti says they're ready to sell. If we have a regulatory pathway in place, we'll be ready to go to market tomorrow, but in small scale. But then we have to start scaling up production and go into much larger scale. Valetti says Memphis Meats could start with supplying a single restaurant and ideally expand to a larger footprint. But first, someone needs to buy it. Selling even a first plate of meat to a consumer means a lot because there was so much work that went into this saying this idea of growing meat from cells has been around for 100 years. But actually doing it and having a customer come and pay for it, that's a really big moment. The Department of Agriculture rolled out an update to the trade mitigation payments authorized last year. The payments were meant to soften the blow of the Trump administration's trade dispute. The biggest piece of the $12 billion pie was the market facilitation program, which offered payments to producers based on impacted production. USDA Farm Program Undersecretary Bill Northey says billions in payments have already hit farmer bank accounts. Uh, we have about $7.7 billion uh, that have gone to farmers' bank accounts now. We know there's some more dollars that will probably go out. Uh, we did have uh, payment limits and adjusted gross income limits like other farm programs, so we don't know exactly how many, what the total sign-up's going to be at the end of the day. We know there's more dollars out there. USDA predicts fewer soybean acres for the year ahead, in part due to issues with soybean trade due to the trade dispute with China. Speaking of trade, agriculture eyes Japan as a key export growth opportunity, and a bilateral trade deal with the country would be a big help. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. An agricultural economist hopes President Trump considers Trans-Pacific Partnership wins when he attempts to get a bilateral trade deal with Japan in a few months. American Farm Bureau Chief Economist John Newton says agricultural groups are hopeful he'll reach a deal but have some concerns. I think a lot of folks look at the agreement with Japan and think about some of the big wins that we had from TPP when it comes to dairy and rice. 
U.S. ag would, would like TPP to be a starting point, not an ending point in the negotiations and some sort of bilateral deal with Japan. But I think more than anything, a lot of folks in ag are, are likely concerned about the potential for 232 tariffs on automobiles and what that could mean to agricultural exports in 2019. Newton adds Europe already said they'll impose retaliatory tariffs on U.S. soybeans if Trump continues Section 232 tariffs. Trump plans to meet with the Japanese Prime Minister in May. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the Ag Outlook Forum in Arlington, Virginia, I'm Spencer Chase.